Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in life, specifically with your money, in your relationships, and in your work. Thrilled to have you with us. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's get it started this hour with Kendra, who is in Denver. Kendra, how can we help? Hi, how are you? Good, Kendra. What's going on? Um, I just got married about a month ago. Oh, that's exciting. Way to go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we combined all of our finances, and we had a plan to pay for the wedding, and that plan did not go accordingly. So we ended up going into a bit of debt on top of some pre-existing debt. So now we're just kind of looking for advice as newlyweds to what happened? start it off right and get out of this. <laughs> what happened? Um, we were living with family, so we were able to set the money aside. We weren't really paying rent, and that plan faded, <laughs> and we ended up moving out and getting into a house, which, of course, in Denver, the rent is skyrocketing. Wait, um, y'all went y'all so, up and bought a house? Uh, we actually rent a house. Oh, rent a house. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So how so much? That kind of took our wedding budget away somewhat, but we weren't really willing to compromise on the wedding, which was not a good financial decision by any means. Oh, so we went into out, debt. <laughs> oh, how much money did you lo- did you get take a loan out for this wedding? We took about $32,000 for a wedding? (laughs) Yeah. Please tell me it's not on like credit cards. How did you pay for it? We did, we started with credit cards and I did have some savings. So we paid for part of it as we went, but uh, $32,000 is actually on personal loans. Wow. What did you spend that on? I'm just curious because I've been married a long time and I had no (laughs) idea weddings. I know that they can be outrageous but that's what did you spend the money on i gotta know uh the venue by itself was about 7500 and that's no service or anything just the building basically okay um photographers videographers that's all i wondered if you just rented a (laughs) shrimp boat to bring the shrimp in for the reception it was so expensive right my gosh so you had you (laughs) had some money you had some money that you paid cash with and this is the thirty two thousand wasn't the overall cost of the wedding that was the overage that you went into debt for correct so i mean i think our wedding was budgeted at right about 35 total so you didn't Um, spend any of your real money credit card debt well, we had some pre-existing credit card debt, so we were paying for stuff kind of as we went and paying that off as we booked vendors. But okay, it, well, okay, so, okay. so much for the uh, so much for the honeymoon period. Oh gosh, because now you right? are going to have to bust <laughs> it to pay this off. Um, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, okay. There's a big red flag here for me. Like, there's something that's glaringly like doink doink doink, like glaring its red light and. It's the fact that early on, you guys were hit with a a fork in the road. Like, do we lower do we lower our budget and mm-hmm. get what we can afford, or do we just say to heck with it and you know put the pedal to the metal and go into debt? Right. 
Um, yep. So I'm worried because, and, and I'm worried too that there was credit cards involved and all this stuff. So you guys have a, a, a mental mind shift that must happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the a bigger. Impulsive in our spending. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. that's almost a bigger deal for me in this moment than the debt is you guys looking at each other and going, okay, how do we want to live our life from now on? Like, what type of people are we right. going to be? Uh, what type of adults are we going to be when it comes to money? Are we going to, and this is a conversation, this is the next date night. Are we going to be the type of people that we see um, a, a vacation we want and we see a TV or a car that we want and we go, you know what? We can afford to just take out the payments. I mean, we'll just pay it off. For, or are you going to be the type of people that go, you know what, from here on out, drawing a line in the sand, we don't borrow money. And that's yeah. first and foremost, you guys both need to look at each other and say, are we going to be the people who decide that we don't borrow money anymore? Yep. We have had that talk. And what's the answer? <laughs> so, I think we're on the same page. Um, just you think? From like watching the videos and stuff online. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. I, I got to tell you, you think you're on the I same page? I am on the same page. What? She, no, she is on the I'm page. I'm ready to jump into it. Oh, yeah, I know you are. I uh, think you're on the page. I don't think he's anywhere near the book. Mm-mm. He's in a magazine. He's true? in a, a, a magazine. He's in a truck magazine. Yeah. Where is he? Is that no, true? He's not that. Bad. He's not that. Okay, good, good. <laughs> so what's what's your so real quick? What's your combined? What, what's the debt? Not just the wedding. The total debt, and then what are your combined incomes? Yep. So total debt, I calculated at about we're just under ninety. I think it's like eighty-eight thousand. Okay. And can you break down um, the type of debt? Combined. Sure. Um, we have two vehicle loans. Those are both about 16000 each. Um, I have student loans, which luckily is only about 8000 Could okay. be much worse. Um, and then credit cards combined, we have about 16000 left. And then the personal loan for thirty two okay. on the wedding. Who gave you that money? Uh, just like a SoFi loan or something I found oh, online. Oh, okay. <laughs> I th- personal loan, I misunderstood. Okay. And what's your combined income? Right now, I'm estimating about 130. Um, right. His kind of varies. So, so you guys can do this, effect. but you got to get dramatic with it. Mm-hmm. You got to get real yep. dramatic. Uh, so, so yeah, you called. We, we've, what, what was your question for us? Did we did we answer what you wanted us to answer? Did you ask it? What 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 can we do here? Really, just kind of looking for advice on where to start. All right. So uh, I'd start with the cars. Uh, do you have okay. any equity in those cars? Not really. You're upside down. I don't think we're really upside down, but we'd probably break even or be slightly upside down, like $1,000 or $2,000, not anything major. You know, so first first and foremost, debt snowball. Like Ken is right. I'd be looking mm-hmm. at these cars, but first we're listing them smallest to largest. So the, the $8,000 student loan technically is first mm-hmm. in your snowball. However, mm-hmm. well, actually, that's not true. Your credit cards, what's the lowest... I'm I'm guessing it's not just one credit card for sixteen thousand, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's um, one with about a ten thousand dollar balance, but then the rest of them are all pretty small. Okay, so we'll we'll $1, list $1, them smallest to largest and knock out the smallest ones first. So that's that's <clears throat> the overarching game plan of this, and that's how you're okay. going to feel motivated to keep going. So tonight, you guys get off the phone and go, okay, let's put these things in order, smallest to largest. That's thing one. Then next, do you guys yeah. have a budget? Are you on a budget at all? 
Um, I've kind of just like started writing stuff down. All right. Well, we're going to make sure that you have, we're going to make sure you have every dollar, which is the world's best budgeting app on the planet. It's going to help you guys get control. You're both going to be able to see it. It's going to be on both of your mobile devices, on both of your laptop computers. So you can see it. You're going to be able to see your money each day in real time. What's going on with your money. So, uh, make sure that Austin picks up to get you that. And those are the two keys. Find out what's going on with your money and find as much margin as possible so you can throw that at the smallest debt. And that's how you work through this debt snowball. You guys can be clear of this in twelve in 24 months. James, Jade, I got to talk about a new idea during the break. Should I spend it? It's calls about wedding budgets and I, I'm the judge. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw is alongside. I'm Ken Coleman, and we are here for you, America, talking about your money, of course. And then uh, I'm the work uh, personality here uh, on The Ramsey team. And if you think about your income related to work, the environment you're in, the opportunity to grow, so that you can increase your income. I'm the guy to take any work-related questions as well. So let's get those in, 888 825 Temecula, California is where Jennifer is. Jennifer, how can we help? Hi, um, thank you for taking my call. Um, I need some direction and guidance because I'm feeling a little lost. Okay. Um, so I was in a car accident and received a settlement check. And it's two hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. So I got into a trade school to pay for my education, and I hated it. Um, so I withdrew from the program, and now I'm currently looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel lost. Um, yeah, what was the third. trade? Uh, it was an LVN uh, program. Help me out. I'm not. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, uh, nursing. Oh, gotcha. It was just really accelerated, and I wasn't grasping the information with how quick the program was. Gotcha. Now, why did so, you choose nursing? I thought it was what I wanted to do. Why? Um, um, I've always had a desire to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when my grandma was sick, it was nice being able to help. And um, now I'm just feeling a little discouraged. Sure. I'm in my 30s. Yeah. I have a son who's 14, mm-hmm. um, and I need to preserve my settlement. So I just I don't know what direction to. to well, go. I'm going to have Jay jump in on that uh, on what to do on the settlement and and make sure we maximize that. But I'm curious on this this nursing trade school. Had it not been so accelerated, uh, maybe different environment. And if you don't know the answer to this, that's okay. But I want to dig on it. Do you think mm-hmm. that it would have been a better experience had it been maybe not so accelerated? Yeah, um, I think um, you know after my accident, I wasn't. I'm not the same. Um, mm-hmm. And accelerated is not for me. Yep. So maybe 
something a little more slower. Mm-hmm. So but, um, that's yeah. the, that's the key because here's what's going on. You got a lot. You got a lot going on. Number one, I know. <laughs> yeah, you had you had the accident. There's some challenges with that. Uh, then you 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 identify this this trade. You know, going to nursing. I've always loved serving, being a caregiver. Is that a fair description of you, a caregiver? Yeah. Yeah. And so you you identify this opportunity, you get in it, and it's just overwhelming. And you're going through a range of emotions right now, I suspect. One is probably frustration because you you had some excitement about it. The other is probably a little bit of uh, discouragement, as you said, because maybe you feel you're not good enough. And I don't think that's true. So that's why I'm locking in on this right now. I, I don't know that you need to be... Uh, bewildered because I still think there's a theme here. It may not be nursing or it may be nursing, but it's a different program. I just don't want you to get thrown off course because this was a very difficult challenge and you couldn't meet the challenge. I was never good in school. I was never a good test taker. And and yet there's a lot of good things I can do and, and a lot of good things you can do. So what about different caregiving options? What about other jobs that are caregiving, but they aren't as nuanced as it relates to the training, maybe, for being a nurse? Have you considered that? Um, I have. Um, I think I'm just trying to see what is out there. You know, I'm trying to good kind of take this opportunity to be like, okay, this is a clean slate. Yes. What else is out there? What else can I do? But it's just, it's so overwhelming, you know, with when you have a child. And What's and overwhelming it, about that right now? Talk to us. Um, I feel just the weight, responsibility on my shoulders. Yeah. You know, it's just scary. Yeah. Do you have no income coming in? Um, No, since, since I quit my job, but I am looking. I'm actively looking because that's priority number one. Okay. And then um, that's what I want for you. So a couple of things, and I want I want to bring Jade in on this the settlement and make sure we don't spin this. But let me to that end. Mm-hmm. I just want you to get a decent job where you can you're, you're valued. It's a safe setting, and you're making some decent money, and you're taking care of you and your child. Mm-hmm. And let's take the pressure of picking yeah. this purposeful path off the table for now. Yeah, that's there. I think you're already on the right path, mm-hmm. but I want you to just let's go. Let's 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 leverage every relationship you have to get a good job with some decent benefits, okay. and let's just breathe. Okay, coming out yeah. of the accident and everything, Jade's going to give you some great advice on that. Now, coming back off of off of you know getting stable, getting the money invested, I want you to then begin to just because you've got a job. Now you begin to look out there, what are the type of jobs that allow me to be a caregiver? I spend most of my day using what you do best, and you've got some great compassion and empathy for people, probably just a tremendous communicator, listener, uh, and you're going, okay, what are other types of jobs that don't require me to go into nursing? And let's just see what's out there. Because what's intimidating, Jennifer, is the fact that you just don't, you can't name for me right now two or three other options, but I could give you one. So could you work in a nursing home? Nursing homes are always looking for very good people to come in and help. Probably make some decent money, decent benefits. That's just one option. Doesn't have to be that. Okay? But you begin to identify there are multiple paths that I can go, and now all of a sudden it's not so scary. But I I want to – we're going to give you some resources. I'm going to give you my assessment, the Get Clear Work assessment, Jennifer. You promise me you'll take it? 
Yes, I promise. Great. It's going to spit out some very detailed information for you about you, give you a purpose statement, and give you some direction. I'll give you my book, From Paycheck to Purpose, that'll walk you down the path after the assessment. But, Jade, come in and let's talk about this $250,000 she's got. Yeah. So is everybody fine after this accident? Uh, Yes. Yes. There's no ongoing, like, health or anything like that, health issues? Um. A surgery, but um, I'm okay now. Okay, okay. And uh, so let's get a let's get a quick financial snapshot. Do you guys have any debt? Anything saved? Like, what's it look like? Um, I save. I'm a really good saver. Um, so ten thousand okay. in my checking. Um, I paid off my car and credit cards. So no. So no debt. Awesome. Debt. Cool. Um, and so no what's student loans. no student loans? No debt of any kind. Just ten thousand sitting in your checking account. Yeah. And you're calling that like saved money. It's not, you know, it's no, not month to month money. Okay. No. Cool. Um, what's your living situation? Um, I rent a room. Okay. Um, uh, which is 900. So. And I'm guessing you, so your 13 year old son is not living with you. Uh, yes. Um, is. Yes, he is. Okay. Yes. So first things first is like Ken said, we've got to start looking for a job. And then as soon as you secure a job, I want you to start looking for a place to rent. That's not one room, like a nice, a a reasonable place for you and your son to live. Okay. 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 And so you're going to start doing that. You're going to start pricing that out and we're going to choose something based on what we're projecting our income to be once we land somewhere. Right. So this is going to require you to do some research. Okay. Because what I want you to do is I want you to kind of walk through, do your best to walk through the baby steps and the ones that you can't quite get to. Let's at least plan for it. Right. So um, you have no debt. So let's put aside out of that 250,000 plus the 10,000. Let's put aside what we think would be about six months of expenses for you and your son. If once you get an apartment, once you get stable, what you think that will look like. And we're going to put that in a high yield savings account aside, not don't keep it in your checking account, keep it someplace else. And then we're going to get that job and we're going to start looking. Once we get those benefits, we're investing 15% of our income and we're going to start looking, just be in the market for what what it might look like to buy a house one day. Start doing Mm -hmm. the math and we're going to put some of that money aside. And then we're going to work with the Smart Vester Pro on the rest of this money. Um, uh, Austin will pick up and help you get connected with the smart vester pro because i want this money out of sight out of mind gaining interest for you so it's there for you when you need it upon retirement good stuff we're rooting for you you're gonna get there i promise jennifer you're a brave single mama love the single moms out there that are doing so much we're here for you this is the ramsey show hey listen up when we invest most of us have no idea where our money is going But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, You can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. 
Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We're coming to you from our worldwide headquarters just south of Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Ken Coleman, Jade Warshaw is with me this hour. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. And out in the lobby, by the way, we have a fabulous uh, studio audience today from all around the country uh, hanging out in the lobby. And uh, we invite you to come anytime you'd like to watch the show. And uh, on the debt-free stage in the lobby, next to the fabulous uh, audience that I was talking about, uh, are Chris and Amanda. Welcome, Chris and Amanda. How are you? Good. Doing great. Where are you guys from? Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York. All right. Did you see the guy over there with the Bills <laughs> shirt on? That would be my father. Okay. Ah! All right. Good. We've got a member of the Bills Mafia in yeah. the lobby, so Bills that's fans. always exciting. Uh, all right. And uh, you guys are here because you paid off some debt. So tell us, how much debt did you pay off? We paid off $48,835. Yeah. Wow. And how long did that take? It took us 11 months. Love oh, it. Wow. Getting after it. And tell us your range of income during that time. We started out around seventy-two thousand. By the end of the journey, we were down. We got up to ninety thousand. Way wow. to go! What did you do to bump it to ninety? A lot of overtime. Oh. Mm. What do you guys do? I'm a mail carrier for okay. the postal service. Nice. And I'm a stay-at-home mom, oh. so he's really been working so hard for our family. That's wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good so were you, you a stay-at-home mom through the whole eleven months? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Way to go. Thank you. That's, That's something. Yeah. That is something. Mm-mm. All so, right. So what happened? What was it? Uh, eleven months ago. What happened to make you guys get on this journey and you to work so hard, Chris? Well, it all started with a whole life policy. Uh-oh. I actually was at work. And I was loading the truck up next to a coworker who I had mentioned that I was leaving early that day to go sign the paperwork for the whole life insurance policy. And uh, that's when his eyes lit up and went big and said, you got to stop doing that now. Uh-huh. And you got to l- listen to this show and read this book. <laughs> so, I, And I was a little, you know, yeah, all right, I'll give mm-hmm. it a chance. So I listened to the show for a couple weeks before I even mentioned it to Amanda or anything. And then uh, once I read the total money makeover, it was game over. And uh, that's when I came home to her. Yeah, he came home and he's like, I've, you know, I've never made this much money in my life. This is the most I've made. And I'm hitting a wall. I'm working 40 to 60 hours. We don't see each other. Like, we can't, I can't keep going on like this. We can't keep going on like this. We need to do something. And we were like taking out of our savings to mm. pay for bills and do things every month. And we were living paycheck to paycheck and mm. it just shouldn't have been that way. Yeah. So. Working too hard to feel that broke. Definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah. We were just spending too much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the end of the month, we, we had a nice savings, we thought, but yeah. uh, we were just draining it every Oh, every, wow. So every, every time you'd we stack up it. the money, you were pulling it back out for bills. Yeah, like yeah. We, we got a tax return, and we kind of put that away mm-hmm. into the savings. Yeah. And we that was going to be our account of vacation and stuff. Yeah. But then uh, it just went to every bills. month, it was just too much. So was, then, then when Chris comes home and he's like, hey, I have the solution for all of our pr- problems. It's a guy on the radio. 
what was your reaction to that? Were you like, yes, I'm on board. Say less. I'm doing it. Or were you like, wait I'm a like, second. What are you talking about? Like, who's yeah. telling you that, you know, like, of course, I was kind of like questioning and asking all the questions and not like completely, you know, mm-hmm. I had, and then he brought the book home and I didn't read it. Sorry, but um, <laughs> I hadn't read it. But then like, I, you know, I didn't want to see him so frustrated mm-hmm. and like stressed out and I was feeling it too. And and so I was just like, well, you know, tell me more about it and yeah. let's do this. I'm on board. I love yeah. that. So what kind of debt was this anyway? There was uh, six credit cards and two cars. Two car loans. Yeah. Six credit cards. Wow. wow. Did you sell yeah. the cars or did you pay them off? No, we paid them we off. Paid them nice. Off. Yeah. And I still got the car. Okay. Very yeah. nice. My parents were like, we want to help you. Let us like, we're alive right now. We have the money. Let us give you the money. And I'm like, no, I don't want to take money from you. And we actually had like gotten or like transferred our balances over to like zero percent credit cards and we were going to start doing it that way and Mm -hmm. pay off as much as we could and and everything and then we found this and you realized all that was just a run around yeah now i heard you say chris that you were already working crazy hours yeah when you came home with all this yeah did you you add more hours yes i did i was working probably 10 hours a day and then once covid hit overtime was unlimited wow there were so many open spots mm. so i was doing probably 12 hours a day wow six days a week wow so what did you guys do once you got on board did you just immediately start slashing the budget did you sit down was, and create a budget what did that look like it was a budget yeah um we've never had one i never had one growing up I don't know. You've never no, had one growing I, up. So. I was like, budget? I can do this in my head. Like, we yeah. don't need a budget. <laughs> budget? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Oh, gosh. So when when you realized, okay, because obviously the crux of all of this is the budget. And once you realized that, was your what was your reaction like? Because I know for me, I used to be like, a budget? Come on. No, yeah. I don't think so. You know, so what was your reaction to that? So it felt kind of suffocating. I'm more the free spirit. Um, and he's more the like, okay, we got to save. We got, mm-hmm. you know, so it was kind of a little suffocating at times, but we just communicated and we talk about everything and you know it's we just keep open communication and we work the budget it really opened up how how much we were spending on money you know spending money on things we didn't need yeah we were going out a lot you know it's hard to when you're working a lot it's hard to want to be home make dinner so so what do you say to people because i mean ken can attest to this all the time like people are like you know i don't want to be on a budget it's going to ruin my fun it's going to you know take me out like speak to that person who's got forty eight thousand dollars of debt and they're fighting back uh they're fighting the budget tell them so i would say just you know live well that you say it all the time live like no one else you know it's hard at first and your mind kind of just shifts when you start to like get out of debt little by little you like get excited about it and then like the budget's not so hard and you know you you we really focus on what's the most important to us at the time and we mm-hmm. budget that money for that and then i don't know we ate out a ton so we slashed a lot of that out mm-hmm. no more coffee no starbucks no anything like that and you're that. alive to tell about it yes you're we're alive. still you're here yeah. what was the most extreme thing you did on cutting the food budget what did you do rice and beans did you we did uh we did a lot of pasta yes pasta, pasta pizza, like pizza pierogies and... all that the, sounds delicious the three peas they were like that cheaper. doesn't sound like you're suffering at all <laughs> no that sounds no, delicious we weren't suffering I Okay. So you're not sick of pasta? You, no, you no, still, we still eat it to this day. Very good. <laughs> okay, I like that. All right, great. Now, what about support system? 
We have a huge support huge support system. system. Yeah. They yeah. all came to join us today. Yeah. All right. Tell us who all is here because they're beaming with pride. I know. I got. We got my parents. My brother Brendan, who's in a wheelchair. Okay. Then I got my brother Shane. Uh huh. My father-in-law Kaz. Wow. My aunt Nancy and my sister Kelly. Fantastic. And wow, the behind here row. is uh, my mother-in-law, who's taking care of our baby oh, right now. So so fun. So everybody was supportive. They weren't going. You guys have lost your mind. They eh, were supportive. No, no. I mean that's great. Yeah. How much good. of a difference does that make to have somebody it, supporting it's, you? It's big to it's have huge. somebody cheering you on. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard huge. to do it by yourself. Yeah. Wow, guys. So what's it feel like now? feels um, great. Amazing. I could yeah, cry. <laughs> I know. It feels awesome being here. and Yeah, being able to celebrate with our family. And it's amazing that everybody could get off of work or take the time off. And yeah. it really means a lot to and us. And how old are you guys? 33 and 35. You guys Look are going to be millionaires. <laughs> we hope so. That's we hope the goal. So. No, you will be. <laughs> no, no, no. You will be. You are. You are on that path. <laughs> you guys can really dream now. You have nothing mm-hmm. holding you back. That's hey. thanks to you guys. You guys, well, yeah. this program that you guys put out, it's, it's it, it does work, but you guys did the work, yeah. and that's the difference. So fun. All right, so tell us uh, about the little one. Let's get her in here. Okay. What's her name this and how old? Is Sawyer. She's 16 months old. Oh, she has so no idea how awesome her parents are right oh. now and her future. That is so fun. Look at sweet Sawyer. That is going to be, is she going to freak out when you guys scream? Yeah, uh, we're so not sure what she's going to do. We're hoping she's going to scream too. Right, we're hoping she'll scream. scream. So, a couple things. We're going to give you a bundle here. We've got the Baby Steps Millionaire book. Uh, and we've got, of course, Total Money Makeover for you to gift to someone else. And uh, so that's our gift to you guys. So let's get to it. Here we go. We've got Chris and Amanda from Rochester, New York. They paid off 49000 in 11 months, making 72000 up to $90,000. let us hear your debt-free scream. Yep. Three, Three, two, two one. We're debt-free! Sawyer had a little delayed reaction, but now she she's did. she's kicking and clapping, and she's excited. That's what this is all about, Jake. A legacy, changing your family tree, and we just got to hear another story. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming up. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw is alongside, and we are here for you, 888 825 so you've got money questions. Of course, we're here for you. Uh, how about something that's related to your money, and that's your work? Are you bored out of your skull? Are you burned out? Are you getting overlooked? Want to start something on the side? Work for yourself? Any work-related questions? Uh, I'm the work personality, if you will, here on the Ramsey Network and on the Ramsey Show. So excited to have all of you with us. 888-825-5225. Let's go to Devon in Kansas City. Devin, how can we help? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Hey, so should me and my wife increase our house rent payment when we will have just paid off our debt? And I can get into that more if you'd like. Yeah, tell us. So you just paid off all the debt in Baby Step 2? Is that what I'm understanding? So we will about the time that we have our contract renewal. Um, so in about March, February, March, we're expected to pay off our, the rest of our debt. And right about then is when we're supposed to sign a new lease for our uh, rental. But we're wanting to upgrade in house size um, because we've just added uh, to our family recently. Tell me about uh, that. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. How many people in the family have just been added? Okay. So we only have three right now. So me, my wife, and then a four-month-old. Um, but we're wanting to expand eventually. So we're trying to find a balance between um, rent payment is going to be much higher 
but we're also wanting to save for a house and also baby sure. three. Okay. We're All trying right, to so figure out how to bounce it out. All right, we're going to jump in. Yeah. Okay. So it's you and mama and baby. Yes. Okay. And and what are you living in now? Give me square footage or bedrooms. Just tell me what the size of your current apartment is or house. So right now we, we run a house that's a single, um, single layer, 950 square foot, about uh, three bed, one bath, one car garage. We're wanting to try and get, you know, two car garage, maybe a basement if we can. Um, just, just a little bit more room. We were blessed with a bunch of um, house gifts when we got married and whatnot and got way too much stuff for a tiny little house. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I knew these are all luxuries and whatnot. Um, so we're just what trying to What do you pay for out. that? We pay 1025 right now a month, which and, is really good. And if you were to upgrade, what would you be paying? It'd probably be more around fourteen hundred. So okay, so we're going up three hundred and some odd dollars. Um, I'm not worried about that, Jade. I was worried he was going to say it was closer to two thousand. I was no, too. No, 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 I'm not that crazy. I mean, here's. I don't think you need to move. I, I think you I got a stuff either. problem. I would stay. I would stay too because the oh, bigger. Oh, you agree with me? I, Usually, for, I'm Mister. Once in my life, yeah. I was going to say because I'm Mister. Like keep it tight I and know, save no, now I for agree. the house because like. Well, here's the here's what you have to ask yourself. Like long term, not even really in the short term, you're going to want to buy a house. You said yourself that you yeah. guys are trying to save for it. So four hundred dollars or three hundred seventy five dollars each month is a lot of money. It is. And it is. here's my thought. I'm like a four month old. That's little. That's like a football. That doesn't take up much space. And your wife, she's not pregnant yet. Well, and you got if a she three is, bedroom. That's still nine more months. <laughs> I don't care how small it is. You have three bedrooms. Yeah. So yeah, no, this, this house is just driving her nuts there's other things our our neighbors aren't great and i mean there's there's other things that go along with okay it. we just don't like the area per se all right yeah. um, I, we I, I, we're uh, not gonna get this deal anywhere else well is that true i don't know well from what i've been we we got this house um in 2020 so it was kind of like right before everything really jumped up so yeah. about the same square footage is going about 13 1400 right now <laughs> In I just, some, some areas and locally. Okay, so I I want to, I hear what you're saying, that there's reasons. And look, at the end of the you're grown. At the end of the day, you're going to get off this call and you're going to do what you and your wife think is best. And I'm not mad at that. Okay, can we, hold on. Let me jump in because I want you to keep going. But I got to ask you. How am I supposed to keep going, Ken? Because I'm going to ask a question <laughs> and let you keep going. I'm not taking over. I'm just joking. I know, I know. I want you to. I think this is a happy wife, happy life situation, and you are the resident wife in, at the desk I today. I am. She's not. How does he handle that? He here's the problem, and it's not a problem; it's the reality. She has a four month old, so everything is going to get on her nerves. <laughs> that's okay. Am I, See, am I right, Devin? You are right. I, I've been you there when you got right. a four month old. You notice every everything's a problem. Yeah. You can't even have the wrong look on your face, Devin, because that's going to be a problem oh. too. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I, I've I, been there. I think that it could help them to just take a breath because everything's new. They have a four month old everything's new and everything's annoying y'all are still tired cranky pants. cranky and we're yeah. not talking about the four-month-old <laughs> <laughs> you're about to get yourself in trouble <laughs> no i'm talking about him yeah oh him uh, yeah the wife. okay okay i'm deferring i'm not gonna i'm not getting in the middle of that that's why i brought you into that happy yeah. wife happy life deal. happy wife happy life does have something to do with it but i think this is a question of what do you want most or what do you want now Happy wife. And I think, well, I th- it sounds like what they want most is... I'm just keeping it real. I would stay. 
I would stay. That's what I'm saying. But I she know. wants to move. So happy wife would be her the moving. I, well, I think we got to yeah. bridge the gap. We got to have a conversation with mama and get have her. a conversation with mama and think about ask yourself, what do you want most? Do we want to be able to buy the home that we want? sooner in life or are we just do we truly have to move because again Devin, moving is expensive like folks don't talk about that there's an expense there there you're now uprooting your life even more so it has the ability to add even more stress because there's the whole interim before you get to that okay we're settled so you're about to crank up the the volume on i got it you know what i'm saying i think i got an epiphany we'll see what? Okay. This is, this is up for this is up for you and Devin to decide. I'm going to take you to task on this, kid, and I'm okay. fine with that. Okay. Uh, I think you have to sit down with your wife, and I think you got to literally on paper. Yes. Write down what the increase in rent would be, and so let's just say yeah. it's three fifty a month increase from what you are because you've you've given us that range, and you write mm-hmm. three fifty times twelve equals, and there's yeah. there's your first year, Ooh. and you just lay the numbers out and go if we were to save this money for a house. Mm-hmm. Um, we can get there by such as you got to cast vision. You can't just tell her to, hey, babe, try to get through it. Because to your point, she's tired. I love that. And I I'll think add you got to cast more to it. vision. Yeah. I'll add one more to it. Once you get that number, you need to then run that back and go, how many hours of work is that? Because if we're going to replace this income, it means yeah. us working, right? If you're going to say, hey, not only are we going to ratchet up our rent, and it's going to cost us, uh, I don't know, $20,000 over the course, $10,000 over the course of the year. Now, what does that look like us mm-hmm. working to replace that money? It's a great call. Right? And now all, all of you, a sudden bro. you see what it is. Yeah. So I, I like this conversation, Devin. I like that you guys are thinking about it. I love that you called in the show. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for thank calling. You, thank you. Listen, listen, young couples, if I could say anything about this, it's be patient. Think about the long term. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. suffer a little early on. I would too. To get to the right house in the right place. Yeah. I just would. I mean, you're supposed to be, I mean, Dave says it, and I love how, I love the analogy. Renting is camping. It's camping, you know? And if you get too hung up and you turn it into glamping, then you're kind of defeating the purpose because it's it's a short-term solution. Like it's just, it's a short-term solution while you're getting yourself together until you can buy because ultimately- yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. And I will say this. I have three kids. I mean, there is a day coming for a lot of young couples, if you have that many kids, where you need more space. Sure. And and there's a whole lot more expenses coming your way. I would be like, if it need, were me. Need, Ken? You don't need it. Okay. Roll, yeah, roll oh, no, it no, back no. on the need. Oh, you're talking about what I said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in a smaller house. When and, we grew up as kids, you know, we were living in small houses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking about like if you're in a little teeny house like that, then yeah. you need multiple bedrooms and bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. That that does get to that point eventually. Yes, but I still say the word need is you do want more than one bathroom. Yeah, well, when you have a teenage daughter and two yeah. teenage boys, they can't yes. all share the same bathroom. That's true. That's what I'm talking about. That's look. what the Coleman's were dealing with. Had to do it. Look, let me tell you. We, we did li- it before they got to middle school because that was not a sustainable situation. At one point, we lived in a duplex. It was me, my mom, my brother, and me, yeah. and my older brother that would come home from college. One bathroom, Ken. I admire that. I don't. That was tough times. <laughs> I get it. but I, I get it. But I'm saying I know you can do it. That's yeah, the whole point. So, hey, it. listen, there's coming a time where you got to spend money on stuff. If you don't have to now when the baby's little, don't. Hey, good hour, Jade. Thank you so much, James Childs and all of the guys and the gals in the booth keeping us on the air. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming up.